Hi, this is Mark Raven. Welcome to episode 253 of Lean Blog Audio. This is a post from February 13th, 2018, titled, What's Going On at Whole Foods? It doesn't sound like lean, but thankfully, nobody's calling it lean. Now, a couple of people have asked me to comment on what's happening at Whole Foods, or I should say, what's reportedly happening. Now, I've shopped a few times recently at the Whole Foods in Colleyville, Texas, and I haven't seen the problems described in the two news articles I'll discuss here, but that doesn't mean the problem isn't there in at least some stores. The first story appeared in January, and if you want to find links to any of these articles, you can go to leanblog.org slash audio 253. The first headline, and this is from the publication businessinsider.com, says, quote, entire aisles are empty. Whole Foods employees reveal why stores are facing a crisis of food shortages. So the reports say that many stores have a crush of food shortages, as it's described, and this is frustrating customers and employees. Some people jumped to blame Amazon for the problems after they acquired Whole Foods last year, but but that seems unfair. From the article, it says, Whole Foods employees say the problems began before the acquisition. They blame the shortages on a buying system called Order to Shelf that Whole Foods implemented across its stores early last year. So employees are actually hoping that Amazon can fix the problem. And I think, you know, going back historically, um, there's actually an interesting lean connection between Toyota and supermarkets. You know, after World War II, Toyota leaders visited the United States and were fascinated by the supermarket, particularly the Piggly Wiggly chain. And I've linked to an article that you can read uh, about that bit of history. Toyota was impressed by what we'd now call a pull system, where supermarket shelves were restocked from a back room, and that back room was restocked from suppliers. This led to uh, the Kanban card system, and intermediate inventory locations in factories are often called supermarkets, since workers come and pull parts as needed. So it sounds like Whole Foods is trying to bypass the back room and reduce the amount of time employees spend bringing food from the back room out to shelves. It said in the article, Business Insider spoke with seven Whole Foods employees from cashiers to department managers who asked to remain anonymous for fear of retribution. We'll come back to the topic of fear later. But either the OTS order to shelf system is badly thought out or they need to work out the kinks. Uh, It says from the article, an assistant department manager of a store in Illinois said, at my store, we are constantly running out of products in every department, including mine. Regional and upper store management know about this. We all know we are losing sales and um, angering customers. It's, uh, they they said peed off, um, which I don't know why I'm so careful about that term here, but you might have kids around. Um, Maybe you're not listening to the podcast with kids, but anyway. Um, Back to the quote from the department manager, the assistant department manager. They said, it's not that we don't care. We do. But our hands are tied. So it's, you know, it's good, of course, to reduce excess inventory, especially when it spoils. But as I learned almost 20 years ago from a Japanese sensei, the first job of just in time is to make sure customer demand is met. The secondary goal is low inventory. I took that to mean we should have enough inventory, but no more. It's easier said than done. 
too many companies have really hurt themselves by thinking just in time means arbitrarily slashing inventory levels. That can get you in a lot of trouble. You have to have systems and supply chains that can support lower inventory. My MIT master's thesis was born out of a situation where a Kodak semiconductor operation really hurt itself in its premium digital camera business by reducing inventories to levels that were way too low to meet demand. They were also losing sales and angering their customers. In this case, these were photojournalists. These were really expensive, cutting-edge digital cameras. So again, from the article, it says uh, Whole Foods executives have described the changes as cost-saving, and employees acknowledge they have helped reduce foods to boilage and back in stock rooms. Well, cutting costs but losing revenue doesn't seem like a good strategy. You know, if your primary objective is minimizing food spoilage at all costs, you would have an empty store. Classic economic order quantity or EOQ equations are meant to balance the cost of excess inventory with the cost of lost sales. Things are meant to be kept in balance. Neither extreme, too much inventory or not enough, neither extreme is a good place to be. And yes, it says the back room is smaller. Uh, the Business Insider report says uh, back stock rooms are 25% of the size compared to before the implementation of OTS. But you need processes to support that. When I joined Dell Computer in 1999, they were about to build a new factory in Austin, Texas. A VP of manufacturing and supply chain declared the factory will have no warehouse, which again is easier said than done. But we had a team of people with almost a year to get the processes and technologies in place to make that vision a reality. The old Dell process was to have a factory warehouse that could send parts to the kitting areas or assembly lines. Now, the warehouse was small and Dell was famous for low inventory, but having zero warehouse was a real challenge. We designed a process we called pull to order, which kind of reminds me in a way of uh, order to shelf, except we, we, made it, we all made it work with relatively few hiccups. Parts were pulled from what we call the Supplier Logistics Center or an SLC. It was a shared warehouse that was just down the road from the plant. Dell basically forced suppliers to keep inventory nearby so it could be pulled every two hours based on known and scheduled customer demand. Um, I, I could write a longer blog post about our work at Dell sometime. And I, I ended up being named uh, as part of a team on two business process patents through that work at Dell with the processes that were designed. And to clarify um, what I had originally written in the post, the idea of known demand was for those two-hour schedule periods. Orders were prioritized from the backlog of actual customer orders that were deemed ready to build because all parts were available. From the broader supply chain perspective, material was shipped from suppliers to the SLCs based on forecasts, which was a bigger, uh, a bigger challenge. Now, Whole Foods is dealing with unknown customer demands, even though I'm sure they have forecasts and data that help guide those decisions, but variation can be painful. Multiple employees said, uh, this is from Business Insider again, a reduced backstock means that any increased, unexpected increase in shopper demand or a product shipment delay can result in out-of-stock items across every department. If a truck breaks down and you don't get a delivery, then you have empty shelves, an assistant of a Chicago area Whole Foods said. 
So my MIT master's thesis looked at three types of variation um, for inventory planning purposes. One was demand variation, two was production lead time variation, and three was quality or yield variation. Um, Whole Foods might suffer from all three types of variation, but probably um, the first two are bigger issues. With all of the shortages and complaints, I'm glad that nobody has called this approach at Whole Foods lean, nor have they referred to it as just in time. I mean, there's no evidence that any of this OTS approach is inspired by lean or Toyota because it doesn't sound like lean to me. Employees fear that write-ups and what they call a militaristic approach is taken by managers. And I'm glad nobody is calling this a standard work audit because again, this doesn't sound like lean to me. It says Whole Foods gets stores to comply with OTS by instructing managers to regularly walk through store aisles and storage rooms with checklists to make sure every item is in its right place and there is no excess stock. If anything is amiss or if there is too much inventory in storage, the manager in charge of that area of the store is written up. After three write-ups, they can lose their job. So it sounds to me like excess stock and too much inventory aren't the problem. So I don't know why you're auditing for, for that. Uh, seems like running out is the issue. And threatening to fire people isn't the lean approach. Lean leaders design systems that allow people to be successful. And those leaders collaborate to help people improve processes instead of threatening them. So it sounds like there's a big disconnect. Another worker explained, we think of it as punishment. They think of it as a way to correct errors. So there's another article, again, from Business Insider that explains more. The headline there says, seeing someone cry at work is becoming normal. Employees say Whole Foods is using scorecards to punish them. So things like process checks, audits, scorecards, and metrics should be used for understanding and improving, not punishment. The article says, they say many employees are terrified of losing their jobs under the new system and that they spend more hours mirrored in OTS-related paperwork than helping customers. And I'm not sure how this helps Whole Foods in the long run. It says, the OTS program is leading to sackings up and down the chain in our region, said an employee of a Georgia Whole Foods. I think they mean firing people, not sacking uh, groceries, if you pardon the pun. It says, uh, we've lost team leaders, store team leaders, executive coordinators, and even a regional vice president. Many of them have left because they consider OTS to be absurd. As an example, store team leaders are required to complete a 108-point checklist for OTS. And if you want um, to see that audit sheet, that checklist, I've linked to it. Again, you can go to leanblog.org slash audio253. Now, it's good for leaders to walk the process and to check and see if standardized work is being followed. But if there appears to be a problem, leaders should be asking why and how can I help instead of asking who gets in trouble. I hope they can get this fixed. Um, I mean, I hope nobody, including the, the Wall Street Journal, as they tend to do, starts blaming lean or just in time for this situation at Whole Foods. Now, some articles are using the word lean as a synonym for not enough inventory, but that's not what Toyota lean is all about. And I hope lean or attempts at lean aren't causing problems like this in your hospital or factory. Uh, I'd love to hear what you think. If you want to post a comment 
on any of this. If you have stories or, or lessons to share, go to leanblog.org audio 253.